It says that the fivefold gift, whether you're a pastor, an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, an evangelist, no matter what your goal is or, or, or what your ministry is, you're to equip the saints for the works of ministry. So my first heart cry is to equip the body of Christ so that they can understand their identity. Even from prisons to where inmates have been overwhelmed by the gospel, they've repented. They might not ever get out of jail, but they are bringing the gospel to all these prisoners that are inside jail. Like prisons are being overwhelmed by Jesus. Like it is, it is the most exciting time to be alive. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm really excited to welcome today's guest over the phone line, Todd White. Todd, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. I woke up with Jesus, and that makes it an amazing day. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's hard to get much better than that. I think that a lot of our audience is probably pretty familiar with you just because you do so much within our movement. You're an evangelist, you're a minister, you're a prophetic voice. But for those who maybe aren't as familiar with you and your work, can you talk a little bit about what it is that you do? Um, well, I mean, it says that the fivefold gift, whether you're a pastor, an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, an evangelist, no matter what your goal is or, or, or what your ministry is, you're to equip the saints for the works of ministry. So my first heart cry is to equip the body of Christ so that they can understand their identity, because saint isn't somebody that's floating up in the sky somewhere looking down at us. A saint is what God calls you. When you get born again and you get filled with God's Spirit, you are a holy one set apart for the works of the gospel. So no matter what your gift is, no matter whether you're a teacher, whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, which is actually one of the hardest jobs in the world, a domestic engineer, regardless, all of us are called to talk about Jesus, and all of us are called to represent Him everywhere we go. So my heart cry is to teach people their identity so that they can know who they are, and they can know whose they are. That way, wherever we go, we understand that mercy woke us up today, and God gave us one more day to manifest Him and not ourselves. So we can all walk like Jesus told us to as the body of Christ. And when the body of Christ comes in direct proportion to the head, Jesus will return, and we can go home and be with Him. But until then, we need to understand the mission state of the gospel. The mission statement of the gospel is to destroy the works of the devil while we're headed to heaven one day. So our mission becomes destroying hell for a living, and our our destiny is to be with Jesus one day. And right now, I get to represent Him with heaven living inside of me and equipping every believer that heaven lives inside of them through agency of the Holy Spirit, that we everywhere we go, we can hear His voice, because we don't listen to the strangers, we listen to the masters, we listen to the shepherds. And we get to bring people with us along with this journey of destroying the enemy's darkness everywhere we go and bringing light into every sphere of influence that we have in life. Man, that's really well put. I, I can tell already I'm going to enjoy this interview a lot with you today. Um, and, oh. and I think our audience is too. Now, I know that you've got a uh, really big event that you are involved in. Charisma is based just north of Orlando, and this event is taking place right in our backyard in Orlando. It's called The Send. And yeah. we've done, I think we've done a podcast or two about The Send before, so some listeners may know what I'm talking about. Um, but can you talk yeah. a little bit about what The Send is and how you got involved with it? Yeah, I mean, I've been involved with Lou Engel, and uh, he's the you know the voice behind the call, 
and he's devoted himself to prayer and fasting and and developing a prayer movement and he has just done such an amazing job and I look at him as a real forerunner in the in the prayer movement to bring the reality of what it means to seek the Lord with all your heart with everything that you are and to and to go and intercede on behalf of of the world that doesn't know him and to bring the heart cry of the father to the sons and to bring sons back to the fathers and I, I've just loved Lou and I've helped to, you know, just to be there for him, to support the call. And all of us actually, Michael Koulianis from Jesus Image and Daniel Kalenda from CFAM with Reinhardt Bunkie's ministry that Daniel now runs. Um, we have Andy Bird from, from YWAM who has been with uh, the guys down there, YWAM with Fire and Fragrance for years and years and years. We have um, Teo who is down in, runs a ministry called Dunamis down in Brazil. And then we have Brian Brent, who actually helps to run Circuit Riders, which Andy helps with. And we're all working together. Like, I work with Kona, I work with CFAN, I work with Jesus Image. I'm, I've devoted my, my life to my covenant, covenant brothers and sisters in, in the face. And we've all come together and actually come around each other and said, you know, we need to, we need to activate the body of Christ and to bring them into a place to the awareness of who they are. And so it's really neat to see the, the body coming together like it is. We've all come together and we formed a ministry called The Send. We're all part of it. We're all on the board. And we, we just believe that everything that we are at Lifestyle Christianity and everything that Michael is at Jesus Image, everything Daniel carries at CFAN and, and Brian and Circuit Riders and Tail with Unimus, that all of us will come together with Lou and we'll actually help him to, to activate Jesus the Evangelist. And so what that means is, 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 I guess a few years ago, these circuit riders and YWAMers came into Lou's living room and actually talked to Lou about this ministry that they saw, calling like sending people out, sending people out. And so it's for such a time as this. And, and it's just so amazing that we all are coming together under the same banner and where no one wants to be in front, where everybody supports each other, everybody comes and lock, like we're locking arms with each other like a band of brothers and coming and and bringing this thing to where we can all just work together to activate the body of Christ. You know, so the send is going to be February 23rd down there. It used to be called the Citrus Bowl. I think it's called Camping World now. But we're believing the Lord for 60,000 people. The Lord said, pray that laborers be sent forth into the harvest. Jesus said, look up, look and see the harvest field. It's white and it's ready. But pray that the Lord sends forth laborers. So we believe that laborers are going to come together. And we're going to gather 60,000 people together on February 23rd, which happens to be the day that Billy Graham passed, because we believe that, that the Lord has, has, has said that the, the mantle that Billy Graham carried is going to be passed to the next generation. And we believe that this is going to be a passing of a baton to activate the body of Christ to be witnesses. Jesus didn't say, you know, then you'll do witnessing to the disciples. He said, then you will be my witness. So we believe that the power of God is going to fall upon people, and they're going to be activated, and they are going to carry the mantle. First, the mantle of the cross, the mantle of the cross, because that's the wooden mantle that all of us need to carry. And then they're going to carry the mantle of Billy Graham into this world and be able to share the gospel with confidence wherever you go and be able to represent him with signs and wonders. We believe that the miraculous is going to be at the forefront of this thing, that it's going to be just a, a chain reaction. To where people aren't going to look at the man of power for the hour. 
but they're going to look and say, wait a minute, I'm part of this. I am part of the body of Christ. The same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me. The same Holy Spirit that, that flowed through Jesus, the same Holy Spirit that did miracles through Jesus. You know, Jesus stated, he said, the kingdom is neither meat nor drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said, the gospel of the kingdom must be preached, and then the end will come. So the gospel of the kingdom isn't just a gospel where we get people to pray a prayer, but the gospel of the kingdom is where people, they pray a prayer to give their life and surrender to Jesus, but then the Holy Spirit, the kingdom, comes upon them, where he lives within them as a well, but he flows out of them like rivers. To wherever we go, we get to bring the manifest presence of the Holy Spirit, and we get to transform the world around us because of the Christ that lives within us. And it's just going to be a most powerful day. And we're believing that God's going to bring six. I actually believe 60,000 people are going to fill the stadium. And I believe outside is going to be equally as full where people are going to line in the parking lot because they just want to be a part of what God is doing. And it's going to be a powerful day. And I don't believe it's going to end. I believe this is the beginning of worldwide evangelism, stadium evangelism. You know, Paul Cain had a word back in the 50s where he prophesied this amazing declaration. You know, it was a prophetic word where he saw stadiums being filled, and they couldn't recognize who was on the stage. It was just people that knew Jesus, and ambulances were dropping off people, and they were going back empty. And these people were coming up to the stage, being healed, completely made whole. It said that the news broadcasted, but it had no bad news. It had only good news. And so there's only good news. And then if you've watched the news, that would be, that's a miracle. God would have to show up for good news because most of it is bad news when you see CNN and all the things that are going on. Because bad news sells. Bad news sells because the world hasn't really understood the good news. Because the good news doesn't have to sell. It's been paid for. This is just so powerful. And I just believe that God is going to do something so exponential. And I wouldn't want to miss it. I wouldn't want to miss it. I'm going to be there. I'm going to bring our school. I'm going to bring, I'm just going to motivate and bring as many people, not just by emotionally motivating people, but by preaching the cross and bringing the blood of Jesus to the forefront again, to where this, this, this thing has been lost, where holiness and passion and power are going to come together. And we're going to see a move of God that will have no end because Jesus wants to see a generation walk both in purity and power with no secrets, no junk in their closet, where they actually believe that their lifetime, their lifetime subscription to issues has been canceled because the blood of Jesus is enough. And I just believe Jesus is raising up passionate, fiery warriors that want to pray and go and preach the gospel. It doesn't matter if you stand on a table and preach it or you use your life. Either way, God is going to utilize the body of Christ because we need to see Jesus receive his reward for his suffering, man. Now, I know that you've done, obviously, a ton of events, a ton of conferences, a ton of all of that within the charismatic community. Um, as, as the associate editor of Charisma, I've covered a lot of those. What makes this event really special, that people need to come out to this one? I've heard a lot of people involved in it saying this isn't just an event. Yeah, it's really not. It's, it's actually a getting together of the body of Christ to celebrate what Jesus has paid a price for. It's not, this is no way a conference. This is, this is a time to actually get together to celebrate the reality of the mantle of what Billy Graham carried falling upon the body of Christ so that not just Billy who took the stages and, and honestly 
was a legend, finished well. Let's never forget this, Billy Graham's mantle that he carried. The, the object of the Christian life is to run well, is to run hard, but the, but the real goal is to finish well so that all of us can stand before the Lord that day. When we stand before him, it's like we're running, it's like we're doing an Olympic, an Olympic race. It's, we train for all this time. And, and this life is a training ground for, for the very, for the very time when we stand before him. It's like an Olympic athlete that trains eight hours, ten hours a day. And then one day he stands before the Lord and the Lord says, well done, good and faithful servant. In other words, the Olympic athlete stands and he runs a 30 second race and he's all looking to hit the gold. That's his whole goal. And our gold, our golden crown for the reality of the, the prize that we've been given is that Jesus would look at us and say, well done, good and faithful servant. I just believe that this is going to be something that's completely different than anything the world's seen. I believe that stadiums are going to be filled. I believe this is the first of many stadiums that are going to continually be filled. This is not, this is not the end. This is just the beginning of, of just something brand new. I mean, it's the new thing. God said, behold, I'll do a new thing. The new thing is the original thing. It's the cross. But when the body of Christ comes to the reality of the identity of who God's called them to be, they will walk like Jesus walked. Because Jesus said, follow me. And I just believe it's going to be the gathering together of the body of Christ, and we're going to see the body of Christ activated. The difference between coming to an event to where you just come to hear and you just come to, to be filled up, the difference between that and this is I believe this is one to come and be empowered so that you can actually go and do what Jesus said to do. You know, we wear those bracelets and said, what would Jesus do? But I don't really know if we really know what he would do. Because Jesus, he, he says these signs will follow them that believe. You know, they'll lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. They'll cast out demons and all these different things. But Jesus also said, these same works that I do and greater will he who believes in me do because I'm going to go be with the Father. Those greater works have yet to be seen. And I believe that this is going to be the launching of the greater works that Jesus had prophesied that was going to happen. They came from the words of Jesus. They were the mouth of Jesus. And Jesus never said anything unless the Father told him to say it and never did anything unless the Father told him to do it. The words of Jesus in John 14, 12 is greater works than these that I do, they're going to do, because I'm going to go be with the Father. And I do believe that this is the beginning of what Jesus told us that was going to happen. Fantastic. And I love hearing your passion about this, but I know this isn't the only thing that you've been passionate about recently. You you and your ministry have just had a really big undertaking in Dallas, Texas. Uh, you've got a new ministry training school, am I right? No, we have a, a ministry training center in Watauga. It's actually, if you go to the website, Lifestyle Christianity, you can see exactly where it's at. Um, but we have a, a, a ministry training school called Lifestyle Christianity University. We are in our three and a half weeks in with our students right now. We have another semester starting up in January. People can go and register, come and see. But honestly, we've been doing these Power and Love schools over the last 11 years. The Power and Love schools are three-and-a-half-day intensive to where people come, they hear, they get trained, and then they have to go out on outreach. And so at the Power and Love schools, it's probably my most favorite activation school that I've ever done. We just did number 105 in Twin Cities. We have we have one coming up in London 106, and then we have our next couple schools after that. One of them is in Panama. The Panama school, is, there's already 730 churches that are signed up. So this is, these schools are so powerful 
but at our training center at the, at the Lifestyle Christianity University, what we're doing is we're taking what we would do in three and a half days and we're intensifying it over a three and a half month period. So people can come and register for three and a half months or they can go register for three years. They can come in for three years or three and a half months. You can make the decision. I can tell you that we've saw, we've just seen so many people radically set free from so much different stuff that they believed all their life. I had a student come up to me just crying, holding me, saying, you have no idea. My whole life has been changed. And we're only three and a half weeks in, and we have three and a half months total. And we're smashing this thing every day. Michael Koulianis is actually teaching today. I just had Eric Gilmore in yesterday. Daniel Kalendis come in. I have Andy Bird actually come in next week for three days. It's just all powerful. Lou, you know, of course, Lou's going to be coming through and teaching. I'm trying to get teachers that are that are bringing the gospel of power, not not lacking purity because we need purity and power to come together. We need character so that we don't grieve the spirit, and we need power so we don't quench the spirit. And so we're trying to go after this thing with everything we can, and people can register. But honestly, if people have always told me like we want to come and travel with you, I believe I'm called to do what you do. I mean, I believe personally, I'm just called to be a normal Christian. And I'm just doing normal Christianity. It's life every day with Jesus. Like today, on our way home from my, my, or on the way to pick my girls up from school, I stop by. There's a smashing accident right there, right beside me. I hop out of the car. I jump over into the car with the lady. She has an airbag. And she's freaking out. Her hands are trembling. She can't feel her fingers. She's in tremendous pain. Her neck is in pain. And I watched Jesus heal this lady's neck right there at the accident scene before the cops ever came. I got to I got to share the gospel with her, ask her if she's been born again, share share Jesus with her. She says, Yes, I love Jesus. Thank you so much. I don't know what I would have done today. And the police officer comes up, I share the gospel with him, tell him how much God loves him. He said, Thank you so much for being here praying for her and being there. I said, I do. I have to get my kids from school. Love you. Bye. But that's a normal Christian activity, no matter what. I mean, I don't like accidents, but I love that God lets me be on the scene first, no matter where we go. When you're shopping, you shop with Jesus. When you're pumping gas, you pump gas with Jesus. Wherever we at, I want to be able to hear his voice for everyone that I encounter at all times. I think that's a really great and healthy approach. And honestly, I think the body of Christ would be even better if, uh, if more people took that same approach. Um, and I guess that's something that I'm wondering about from your perspective is, what do you see right now in the body of Christ? Do you think that the church is moving in that direction, or do you see problematic trends? I'm, no, I really do believe it, honestly. We, we started these Power and Love schools 11 years ago. We would have 30 or 40 people sign up, and they would be petrified. We'd have people not want to go anywhere on outreach. They didn't even realize when they signed up they had to go on outreach. And I personally went to—you know, I've been at almost every school, almost every one of these. There's a couple that I haven't been able to go to, but I've been at, I've been at over 100 of these schools, and— we would take and hold the hands of the most petrified people, hold the hands of pastors, take them out on outreach, and demonstrate the kingdom, demonstrate what this looks like to have words of knowledge, the prophetic, all of it. And now, like at our last one in Twin Cities, when I asked, like, how many people were confident to be able to step out, we had probably about a thousand people at the school. I would say probably four, four to five hundred people were confident already and were already stepping out. So from going all these years, engaging them on the power and love specifically, because they, we've done so many of these. I'm watching the body of Christ wake up, and honestly, God's waking up a sleeping giant, and, and they are coming to the place where they realize, you know, most 
most most amazingly, we're seeing the kids, the youth that are being wrapped up in just immorality and just the horrible, horrible stuff. When God gets a hold of their hearts, they they don't want another history lesson. They want to do it. They want to actively engage, and they want to actually step on the devil's neck that maneuvered them and manipulated them for for the years that they've been astray. And I just love the fact that he can wake somebody up. He can cause them to totally repent, change the way that they see things, actually start to feed on the Word as their source, and go out there and destroy the very kingdom of darkness that tried to manipulate their life. We're watching more suicides be prevented, more people wake up, from, from suicide attempts. We've had people email the ministry. I was I was getting ready to pull the trigger, and all of a sudden a, a YouTube video that you have came on, and it saved my life. And the whole family testifies, you know, I got my daddy back. Thank you. And we're seeing this, like, so, it's, it's so crazy. We're getting emails from, even from prisons to where inmates have been overwhelmed by the gospel. They've repented. They might not ever get out of jail but they are bringing the gospel to all these prisoners that are inside jail. Like prisons are being overwhelmed by Jesus. Like it is, it is the most exciting time to be alive. So I would tell you like, in the overall scheme of things and the look of things that in all the countries I travel to, I mean, even with awakening, awakening, you know, Europe, when we did our first, our first big event over there, we, we knew that in Nuremberg, Germany, we were supposed to do this. We were supposed to do this, uh, getting together of the body of Christ. And we were in the very place that Hitler had formed the Nazi army in. And it was 2014 that we heard this word, but we had to do it in 2015. And so Ben Fitzgerald from Godsense over there that used to be a pastor out there at Bethel and myself and just other people just came around this and we're like, we're going to do this in 2015. And we rented the Nuremberg Stadium that Hitler built to host the Nazi parades. And we gathered 26,000 people in Germany, in Nuremberg, where they said it couldn't be done. And all of a sudden, we've had outreaches with 9,000 people over there in, in Nuremberg, in a place that they said it couldn't happen. And even Daniel Kalenda was just fascinated because we told him we were going to do it in Germany. And Germany is a pretty, a pretty tough place. And Daniel's like, man, the biggest event we've ever done is 15,000 people when Daniel came. He said that he was blown away at the turning out of people, and he even said something's completely shifted over here in Europe. And I'm telling you, man, this is an exciting day to be alive, and I'm watching the body of Christ be activated, and it is like, I don't know. I just love it. I love seeing people step into their identity and watch what they can do when they allow Jesus to use the life that doesn't belong to them anyway. They surrender their life, and Jesus just takes over and and just does what he does. He's wonderful. So if people want to be able to track with you and all of these moves that you're seeing in the body of Christ, stay updated, uh, how can they track you? Are you on social media? Yeah. I mean, they can go to lifestylechristianity.com to the website, or they can just pull up um, Todd White or Lifestyle Christianity. Either way, it'll come. You know, 2014, we were just— we were doing as many YouTube videos as we possibly could to, to put them out for free, to send them out. And I think 2014, we had 331,000 minutes watched. And in 2017, last year, we had over 100 million minutes watched on free out there on YouTube. And, and we're just trying to put as many equipping videos as we possibly can to just get people activated. Because I, I feel like I'm, I'm, 
I feel like one of the major missions on my heart is to bring Christians to Christ. And even though we have, we have Christ, we have to dive into the depths of intimacy and relationship that, that's in Him. And all of a sudden, everything flows through Him, because it's, it's all about Jesus and what He's done and what He's paid a price for us to become. Because if He who knew no sin became sin, so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, righteousness is the key, not self-righteousness, but His righteousness that He has freely given us, but we have to believe the simple gospel. And I just believe that that Jesus paid it all, man. I know we all do, but it, it's fascinating to me. Well, thank you so much, Todd, for coming on the show today, sharing your heart with us. Uh, I know it touched me, and I think it's going to touch a lot of our listeners, too, out there. Um, would, you sure. mind, would you mind closing us out with a prayer? Yeah, I was just going to ask if that would be okay. Yeah. Father, I just thank you so much, God, for the opportunity to be able to represent you in everything we do. God, your word says, whatever we do, Colossians 3.17, whatever we do, whether in word or in deed, we do it as unto the Lord and not for people. God, I thank you. You are so amazing. I'm asking you, God, to touch people right now. Father, I thank you for physical healing, even from listening to the podcast. God, I've watched you heal thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Father, just that one word about suicide and about just a person that doesn't want to live, I ask you, God, to touch them right now, that you would give them purpose, and that they would understand their created value, and that nobody would be able to distract them from the reality of who Christ paid for them to be. Jesus, I thank you for physical healing all over the world, God, anybody that's listening. I thank you for everything in the head, the eyes, the ears, the shoulders, the chest, the heart, the organs. Jesus, I thank you for complete wholeness in everybody listening. Lord, I thank you for great grace, and I'm asking you to bless and touch people right now. Thank you for your physical healing all over the place. God, we love you. We give you glory. And Lord, I thank you for that one that's listening that said, I, you know, I thought I knew Jesus, but I really don't know him like this. God, I thank you that they would just pray, Lord God, I don't know you like I need to. But today, I give myself freely to you. I repent, and I'm asking you to forgive me of me turning sideways. And God, today, you welcome me home with open arms. I ask you to forgive me, make yourself dwell within me, touch me, God, inspire me, my heart, change it, and help me understand what your word says. God, I thank you. You are a good, loving father. And today, I am your son. I am your daughter. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You've been listening to Todd White on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.